My name is Hazel Millisham and this is the Light on Leeds podcast. This week's guest is Tian Liao and she is an inspiring young woman. She's been selected as a member of the Youth Parliament for Leeds and advocates for youth voice, climate action and making mental health support accessible. The 11th of October was International Day of the Girl and to coincide with that, WOW! Women of the World launched a brand new festival especially for girls based on recent research into girls' well-being. The WOW! Foundation released its 2023 WOW! Young Leaders Directory earlier in October, profiling girls and non-binary young people from across the globe who are demonstrating extraordinary leadership in activism and leading campaigns for change. Tian Leo is one of the young leaders that has been chosen and we chat about that and loads of other things. Have a listen. On this episode of Light on Leads, I have Tian Leo come to speak to me. Hello, Tian. Hi. Tian, I'm very excited to speak to you because you have been selected as a member of the Youth Parliament for Leeds. How exciting. So how did that come about? So this actually took place two years ago during March time when I stood for um, Leeds Youth Parliament. So how I came about um, going for it is there was just um, before being part of Youth Parliament, I was part of the Leeds Youth Council and they would send out every month opportunities of what you can do to get involved with the city more. And then there was a Youth Parliament. So I submitted a manifesto, then campaigned and then got elected into the position. Wow, fantastic. And did that take quite a lot of work? Um, I think creating the manifesto was probably the most difficult part, just because there's so many things you want to do, but there's only so little time and so little resource and influence. So um, I think that was the hardest part um, that took um, a bit of time. Like it took a whole night for me to write, but um, after that, I was very proud of it. Um, some of the things that I've included in my manifesto was about how I want more education reform, looking at how can we make our education system more diverse and useful for your life. Um, also looking at how can we educate about climate change and also increase climate awareness amongst young people. And then lastly, just about housing, like the importance of a home and why young people deserve to have a good home at home. Yeah, well, they all sound like fantastic, fantastic things to have on your manifesto. And did you feel like you managed to fulfil some of those things, work towards them in your time? So I think I definitely worked towards the climate change awareness. So recently um, I was elected to be vice chair of a climate action group. For young people so in that um, I went to festivals like Eastern Festival where I had a stall educating the wider public about why I'm passionate about climate change and why everyone should be because in the end it does affect everybody but I'm not the type that want to shove it in people's face or feel like oh my gosh there's a huge problem and what are we going to do I'm the type that I'm an optimist like I want to tell people that it is possible we just really need to create that momentum and that public interest on that issue and then in terms of my other two um I don't think I have got that far with those two but I still have around uh half a year left um term of being youth parliament which I hope to push yeah fa- absolutely fantastic and how did you feel that 
how did you think the response was um with your stall at Beaston Festival did you find was there like a range of people who were interested yeah so with our Beeston Festival we had like a Polaroid stand where like people could like come and get photos with it so we decorated ourselves put flowers on it and then had a hashtag where you could include our Instagram and then so that got a lot of attraction um we also had a visit from our local MP Hilary Benn who um looked like he took a bit of interest um <laughs> And yeah, I think that's overall what it was. But I think the main thing that I'm really proud of with the Climate Action Group is just inspiring each other. Like I have a lot more, um, in the group, it's a lot more younger people than me, like um, young people in high school. And I've just really enjoyed watching them grow and take on that leadership role because young people can be leaders as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, young people are the future. So fantastic to hear about all of that um, solidarity and support for each other. Um, also, uh, Tian, you can you tell me a little bit about your involvement with the Wow Girls Festival and what the Wow Foundation is? Yes. Um, so how I got involved with that Wow Foundation was through Leeds Culture 2023. Have you heard of that before? I have, yes. Yes, yes. I um, So I was part of um, a group designing a youth fund. And then after, with my involvement in that, um, Leeds Culture 2023 actually nominated me to be part of the Wow Woman, um, Woman for Change 2023 award. So that's how I got to know Wow. Um, I had an email saying, congratulations, you have been nominated. Would you like to join into this Zoom call launch event? So then afterwards, um, I had a Zoom meeting with girls from across the world. So, and we were just talking about our campaigns and talking about our goals, ambitions, but also about how to look after your own well-being because campaigning can get tiring and it is nice knowing that you can take breaks and you shouldn't take it all yourself because there's amazing people around you all the time wanting the same things um yeah yeah that, that's fantastic yeah and so um part of the wow girls festival which is the first ever one um apparently it draws on research from the girls futures report 2022 um and i, I was not oh i should be surprised but i wasn't surprised to read uh, about the statistic that shows girls' confidence dips between the ages mm. of 14 and 18 and doesn't recover significantly. So do you think it's uh, a good thing to get behind to inspire confidence uh, in young women and girls? Mm, definitely. The thing is, what I find with confidence is something that it, it can be obtained. Isn't something that some people have and some people don't. It's just about being exposed to opportunities to um, to practice your confidence. Like I've been very fortunate in that I have so many opportunities. Like speaking to you now in this podcast, being um, up in school assemblies and going around talking to young people about youth parliament. So um, I think the main um, the main re- the main reason I think young people, dip, um, especially girls around 14 and 18, dip in confidence is because 
probably the lack of opportunities. I think if there's more, um, if there's more advocacy for young people, um, especially girls, to get involved and to build on their confidence during that age, which is the most crucial age, um, I think it can be improved in that way. Yeah, absolutely. And so, like you said, you've had all sorts of um, fantastic opportunities that you. it sounds like you've grasped with both hands. Um, and you have spoken with representatives from um, the UK government and uh, youth groups, politicians, and I believe that you met uh, King Charles. Yes, I did. That must have been really something. <laughs> yeah, it, um, it was. It was... Um... Back in, yes, last year, around November time for Lee's um, Child Friendly Award. So myself and the two other youth MPs representing Youth Voice was there. And then, yeah, we gave him a shook, a shake, a shook in his hand and then just <laughs> told him more about what Youth Parliament is. And then he wow. asked an interesting question. Um, how often do you guys get together for meetings? And I was like, um, we try <laughs> to get through meetings every monthly and then talk about issues. And we talk about, um, and then we, t- and then I mentioned to him, but it is difficult when we can't, we don't actually have the mechanisms to make change. It's actually the decision makers who ultimately decides that. And then he was like, mm, yes, there's not much action going on it's more we need to see more walking the walk rather than just talking which I found I found an interesting perspective yes absolutely yeah definitely and do you feel like the work that you're doing currently is that uh leading you to think about what you would like to do in the future definitely I think being part of youth parliament has inspired me in so many ways that um because before I wasn't interested in politics, I thought it was something that only a handful amount of people with the knowledge and expertise could be part of. But honestly, everyone can be part of politics. And it isn't something that has to always be boring or something that seems very futile. And now I'm I'm in year 13 currently and I'm studying politics and I'm hoping to study it further at university level. And just really seeing how can I use my voice and my skills to really be a force for change in the future and now. That's fantastic. And so from your personal experience, uh, Tian, so you live in um, South Leeds in the same place that I'm from, uh, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think we're speaking so cool. in the exactly oh. same place. Um, and as we both know, um, this area has um, its own challenges, shall we say. Um, you know, it's not particularly wealthy. Um, yeah, it has its own challenges. And do you feel like your own personal experience helps you to understand some issues that other young people will be facing? Yes, to a certain degree. So um, I live in Beeston, which is, yes, in South Leeds. And I think I think when it comes to um, everyone's struggles, I feel like struggles is such a personal individual thing that um, everyone has different struggles. But I think collectively in our area, I do feel that sometimes we are forgotten. Like it isn't a part of, when people say Leeds, it isn't a part of an area that people think of. 
oh that's an amazing area to be from like when I came to my college and I told people I'm from Beeston they're like oh did I only know Beeston because of a statistic that it has one of the highest crime rates and I was (laughs) like you can't just define um a community just by their crime rate or their wealth because a community is so much more it's the people that make it the community and I'm so proud of the people that I'm surrounded by yes every place has the the naughty kids or the antisocial behavior but in the end they're still kids and um and I'm not I'm not ashamed of that like that um it mainly is just touching more on like the systematic issues like why are these kids out on the streets like is 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 the councils or the local um politician doing anything to help these young people get back in education or how is their family life at home are they having enough food to eat during the dinner table like currently I'm I'm working on a campaign to try and extend free school meals eligibility because I want to make meals more accessible to every young people because it shouldn't be a matter of choice it should just be something that you can have um and yeah but um I am proud to be from Leeds I, I'm from Leeds and Beeston and I think it has definitely shaped my opinion and my outlook and my motivation to um to create positive change yeah absolutely and um I've lived in Beeston now for 20 years and I and I have had the same experience as you when I tell people where I'm from, it's like a sharp intake. Like, oh, oh, from Beeston, you know. But actually, <laughs> yes. but actually, I've lived here for twenty years, and and I'm I love this area. And I think, like you say, everywhere has its challenges, but there's a really strong community spirit in Beeston. And like we both mentioned, the Beeston Festival. I've been involved in that for, for quite a few years in different aspects, and that is a fantastic community day where you see everybody get together. Yes. That, you know, it's just so family friendly and, um, yeah, and it takes a lot of work by a lot of people. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you have, we have our beautiful Crossfots Park. Um, there's just so many great things that happen in Beeston, actually, that I think that if you don't live here, you don't get to see. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fantastic. Um, so, you're, you're, it sounds like you're really headed for the stars then. Uh, oh, thank you, Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tian, I always ask um, every uh, guest on the Light on Leeds podcast three questions, um, which I'm sure you are more than qualified to answer, because the first one is, what do you think is great about the city of Leeds? Mm, I feel like this is probably something that's going to be said a lot, but rightfully so. And that is the diversity of Leeds. I love how Leeds has so many different multi-culture events. And it's very, um, like you were mentioning um, about how Beeston's very family friendly. I feel Leeds is such a child friendly place. Like it isn't just a place for a particular demographic anyone can come and Leeds has so much things to do and it's got it's got a great balance of not being too busy like London but also not being too quiet where there's nothing to do so that's what I find so great about Leeds. That's a fantastic answer and if you had to choose something that is not so great about the city what would you choose? Hey this is going to this is going to sound mean but we are being critical um I think what I don't find so great 
is probably the buses because having to travel from Beeson all the way to Notre Dame which is in um in the city centre I find that buses can sometimes be not on time and I think especially if you rely on public transport I think it should be reliable and it shouldn't be something where you have to wait more than 10 minutes. Do you know what? I absolutely agree. Being a bus user myself, um, my son used to go to Notre Dame also. Oh, wow. What a small and, world. Yeah, so he understands that trip. Yes, <laughs> um, definitely. Yeah. Switching the bus, not being late to school. Yeah. Or it's, it's saying that the bus is coming, the bus is coming, the bus and is coming. And then it just disappears. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I know what you mean. Ghost buses. Yeah, they're a real thing. Um. And so if somebody, if you met someone, Tian, and they had been a resident of Leeds for a very long time, would you be able to tell them about something that you think is a hidden gem that they might never have heard of? So our family actually has a dog and my mum loves bringing our dog always to new places. And then um, I came across the Leeds dock. So just behind the train station, there's this really lovely canal walk and I think it stretches all the way down to Liverpool. So I feel like that's probably my favourite walk. And it's quite a hidden gem. And that's not even the best part. Um, as you walk towards near Royal Armouries, there's also like a water taxi. And I'm pretty sure you can have like a journey up towards um, towards the Leeds train station um, mm-hmm. for just £2. Yes, it's fantastic. I've been on it. It's great. Isn't yeah. It? Oh, so maybe it's not a hidden gem, but well, the thing is, it I think is. it's quite difficult. There's a lot, but there might be some people who are listening who've never heard of it. Yes. And if you haven't, they should definitely go because yes, it's beautiful down there. Yes, I definitely agree. And Tian, what will you be doing with the rest of your day on this terrible, terrible rainy day? Oh yes. Oh oh my god. Yeah, I forgot it was raining. Um, I think what I'm gonna be doing. Brutally honest, I'm going to be doing my homework. <laughs> so then I can get it out of the way because next week's my holiday. So I can just going to do my schoolwork. But not very fun, but very productive, I assume. Yeah, very productive. And also, you're right. If you get it done today, then you can have the rest of the week to enjoy yourself. Yes. And it sounds like you need it because you work so hard. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today, uh, Tiana, and telling me all about uh, the WOW Foundation and all of the things that you're involved in. Oh, thank you for having me. You've been an amazing presenter as well with your questions. I'm sure you'll agree that Tian Leo is an amazing young person. There's lots of links in the podcast notes so you can find out more about the WOW Foundation and about Tian's work. The featured song on this episode is Northern Flame by the fantastic Emma Johnson's Gravy Boat. The track is from Emma's debut album, Northern Flame, which you can buy on Bandcamp. Um, There are links in the notes, of course, and also some information about gigs and things that Emma has coming up. But I think you're going to really enjoy the song. It's absolutely beautiful. Look after yourselves and each other leads, and I will speak to you soon.